Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the Force. They've outgrown their age of rebellion, dulled the Empire's edge, defeated Imperial generals and the Pirate Queen's dredge. They've been soldiers and scoundrels, what's there left to be? How about lost life looking for their force and destiny? There's a seer, hermit, investigator, and teacher better watch your back or vibe or rings gonna reach you. Will this team find the light or will darkness win the day? Find out with the heroes of a Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, all of the strife of Quilas came to a head. After the old leaders stepped back and the new leaders stepped up, Pathrin led the gathered rebels against the corrupt guardians outside of the Reeves' mansion. Inside, the heroes faced down Markov in an epic showdown until Hillary stepped in and brought Kesha's attack to a halt. Koba stood his ground against the bodyguards, and Skip took matters into their own hands as the two friends stood at odds regarding the Reeves' fate. Markov is down and out, but have the heroes united Qualus only to tear themselves apart? Find out this week in Quiet Conversations. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fancy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system, using the Chronicles of the Gatekeeper adventure as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 1, Episode 15, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. Hi there. My name is Skip. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, I, I might be a Calarian Seeker Hermit, but I just found out that I can make trees do weird things, so I'm pretty sure I might have just figured out the Seeker part. And I, I guess since I have such smart and brave traveling companions, I'm not really much of a hermit. I really hope we all stick together, though. Kesh and Hillary are really angry at each other right now, and it feels a lot like when your parents fight and you don't know which one you're supposed to go with, when one stomps off and moves to Coruscant. Well, luckily I have Koba, who I guess is kind of like the brother in this analogy, so neither of them are alone right now. I wonder how Kesh is doing, though. First off, I'm not angry. I'm Kesh, the Trindoshan mystic seer, which I don't know really how I'm much of a mystic besides the religion and the robes and the Okay, and I do get <laughs> glimpses of the future sometimes, so I guess that's accurate. <sighs> what is, uh, what's your title, Hillary Pacifist? Well, at least it's not passive-aggressive, <laughs> but uh, I've been called a consular teacher and uh, the teaching thing comes from the children, I guess. Uh, and I have to say, I'm I'm not angry either. I'm just quite, quite disappointed. I'm glad that Koba <laughs> went with Kesh, though. Maybe he is too. Uh, well, there's no investigating to be done, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's some investigating on whether... And- <clears throat> I'm Koba, the Doug investigator, and uh, we've just about buttoned up everything here on this planet. There's just a few loose ends to tie up, right? I don't know what I'm doing. 
I got really distracted during everybody else's intros, so uh, <laughs> so here I am. To learn more about our heroes, we get one hero to ask another question, and it is now Koba's turn. Hey, uh, Kesh. Yes, Koba. Thought we're gonna have a conversation in just a bit. And this is unrelated to that conversation. Okay. Probably. You ever do a job that you regretted? <sighs> yes. <sighs> more than a few, if I'm honest. It's pretty easy to take a job for the credits and get in a little bit deeper, not agree with your client's particular needs, or a simple bodyguarding job becomes more complicated, such as when you find out you're protecting the client from Imperials. Yeah, I've, I've had more than a few that I regret. Why are you asking? I just... I just... Something told me that I had to dig a little. Today, in specific. It, you're trying to justify that investigator thing, aren't you? Look, I got into a lot of trouble investigating stuff. It's a problem I have. <laughs> I tried to get out of it, but just when I thought I was, just when I thought I was out. Well, that's where I recommend um, if you just kill some of your problems, then they can't come back to haunt you. <laughs> you can't. You can't kill a mystery, Kesh. <laughs> can't you? No. You can't. It's a intangible concept. Well, sorry, I was trying to be mystical there. <laughs> that that doesn't make any sense. Maybe that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we're done. <laughs> yeah. So destiny. Smooth fade. Smooth fade. Uh, so our our current destiny pool consists of three light side points and three dark side points. Balance has been found for now. So after the tumultuousness of last episode, we have cash. Not exactly storming off, but walking off away from everyone, somewhat wanting to be alone. And you've got Hillary and Skip going off after Markov. The camera finds itself looking up into the dark night of Arbuin. Quilos lights itself mostly by moonlight and by some very well-insulated torches. We see Kesh walking with their... I guess you'd call it a quarterstaff-like weapon. There's Koba moving quickly to catch up. I don't think Kesh is moving super quickly anyway. Okay. Her default speed's a little on the slow side anyway, uh, unless she needs to move fast. And right now, she's not going anywhere in particular so much as just going. Hmm... So what I actually think maybe, you know, since she's not moving that fast and it was kind of a, a big palace, I think we find her maybe crossing that bridge from earlier. Okay. She's slowing down even more, looking out over the the trees when Koba starts to uh, come up from behind. Having come through the garden of the Reeves Manor. Credit for your thoughts, Kesh. <laughs> 
I think I said a fair number of my thoughts back in there. Can't say I disagree. Is Markov sometimes the best solution is just to remove the piece from the board. Often I find when a being like that is that far gone, I I still don't know what happened in there. I thought we were all all in this together. I thought Hillary was wiser than this. If you thought Hillary or Skip were killers, you haven't been paying attention. I didn't expect them to pull the trigger. But I didn't expect them to get in my way. Then you haven't been paying attention. Here's the thing about the Galaxy Cache. There's a whole lot of good people in it. (laughs) The kind of people who, uh don't want to solve their problems with blasters or vibroblades but they will if they have to if pushed but only if pushed people like us we're not we're not in that crowd we're tools looking for a problem well it's because of all of those good people that people like us or people like Markov are allowed to roam free. The next person Markov hurts is on Hillary. <laughs> Why not on you, or me, or Ward, or any given Sathari that failed to take this guy out earlier? There was nothing stopping you from throwing Hillary aside and pulling the trigger if you thought it was that important. Then maybe I've grown weak. If that's what you want to call it. You know, it had been a while since I had a companion like Hillary. By which I mean not necessarily a good person, but someone who who gave a damn about me, about others. Maybe that is what makes them good. It wasn't easy trying to go through him. You're right, I could have. I could have done a number of other things in there, but I guess I pushed as hard as I could where I thought maybe Hillary wouldn't leave. And that's the kind of selfishness that, well, means Markov is still standing. Means that the Sathari have to decide if they're going to execute him or imprison him, or let him off with just a stern warning. Look, I, I'd like nothing better than to walk into wherever they've taken Markov and put a vibroblade, uh, a vibrorang rather, in his vital bits. The thing about it is, Kesh, the solutions are never as uh, comprehensive as we want. I've seen a lot of people try to solve all the problems in their life, on all the problems on their planet in some cases, by just doing one dramatic action. That's not the way the galaxy works. You take out Markov, take the burden of justice off the Sasari, but then who fills it in? Are you going to hang around and 
Make sure they choose somebody in charge that you approve of. Even if you did, how would you know if it's right? Look, I already had a nice servant of the scorekeeper explain that bit to me. I don't need you to. I already did my part with the council. I already did my part in ensuring that they have strong leaders to chart their path forward. My second job was to remove Markov, and in that I failed. And maybe it isn't that simple. Maybe someone else that valued Markov would come back someday and the cycle continues and but at least then one problem would be eliminated. The problem might be eliminated, but there's no closure there. You know what bugs me the most? What? I've had a lot of jobs over the years. Cases, I guess, if you want to be a little romantic about it. But some of them ended really badly. Bodies, tragedy, wounds that will never quite heal. Others just never did. Those are always the ones that nag me. More than any of the ones where I can tell you exactly how many people died because I screwed up. Or because I didn't stop something from happening. It's the ones that are still open, probably never to be solved at this point, that keep me up at night. You kill Markov and his whole reign of this tyrannical, art-focused restoration thing. It just ends up being an open case for forever for this authority. Well then, it is up to them whether they close it or not. If you came here to ensure that I wouldn't make another attempt on Markov, you needn't worry. I'll kill someone in a fight. Might even kill someone right after a fight. I'm not going to risk alienating the Sothari or killing a mostly unarmed man. I wasn't worried about that, Kush. I... I thought we both needed to understand that we're not alone in wishing we could. But we also both know we can. Kesh nods, breathes in the forest air, leaning on her staff a bit heavier. Well, I guess we can't do anything else now but wait. Suppose not. So I think our camera starts to uh, pull back as the two of them are staring out off the side of the bridge. So it pulls away, pulls back behind a tree, and we uh, we wipe to another scene. So nobody could see us hug. The main guardian house of Quolas has been rebuilt from the wooden construction that the heroes are familiar with to a full-out metal style that people would have much harder time of getting out of. And this is where the more dire criminals would have been put. This is where Markov has found himself. They've essentially cleared out a wing of this, which doesn't really 
butt up against any others. Most of the buildings in Quilas are balls, just by their nature. This one seems to be a dangling snowflake. Off in one wing of this is Markov, at the very end, where he would be as far away from anyone else as possible, surrounded by metal, and in a not horrible tiny cell. Just on the inside, there's a chair that is metal, though it looks pretty solid and somewhat unwieldy. doesn't really have that great of legs and pretty much no back. And on the outside of it, there are two chairs and a pair of guards, one of which is just outside the cell, and the other one looks to be about, I go with 20 feet away and facing the cell and also the other guard. I'm thinking that this here is where Hillary and Skip find themselves. You've got Markov there in a simple shirt. It would be the undergarment of his armor, which has been stripped of him, and just normal pants. We find Skip and Hillary at the end of this hallway, just on the inside from where... Patherin and the rest of the hunters are starting to take in the guardians and starting to review who they are, how they abetted Markov, and that sort of thing. You've got, I'm going with Alina, who has got the things taken off of Markov set out on a table and is slowly looking through them. Which you've got the armor, you've got the sword. You've got a amulet with a crystal on it that looks a little jagged. The amulet itself looks Sathari, but the crystal itself looks be something else. And yes, this is where we find Hillary and Skip. If Hillary tries to walk in to speak with Markov, will he be stopped? No. Okay. Hillary's going to kind of be standing along the side looking at the processing that's going on watching Alina make sense of the stuff that was taken. Looks like she's sorting what would be traditionally Sathari and what Markov must have brought with him. The pendant with the jagged crystal kind of sits in the middle because it's a little bit of both. We've got Patherin, you know, just interviewing these guardians that have been misbehaving, for lack of a better word, under the current or recently passed regime and Hillary just kind of he doesn't know what to do because this isn't this isn't his world in so many ways so he's going to walk back and he nods to the guard as he he approaches and he nods to the other guard as he hits the end of the hallway what is the door like is it like an open bar door yeah it's a pretty classic jail bar door um, where is the guard situated? Is he standing like right in front of it or off to one side? Off to one side. Like this door looks like it would go into the wall and then extend back out. And there's door to the left side and the guard standing to the right. And there's enough room for the two. Okay. So Hillary's going to just kind of sit down in front of it, cross-legged. His hands playing with the cuff of his pants or something. Sorry. 
for our British listeners, the cuff of his trousers. And he'll, he'll look down and he'll look up at Markov and he won't actually say anything at first. He'll just kind of sigh. Skip is not going to immediately join. Hillary is instead going to kind of linger at the table and kind of visually eyeball all the Markov paraphernalia. Partially because, you know, Skip likes to look at things and maybe take things. And also knows that Hillary would like to talk to Markov first. There is a small barred window on the outside. And yeah, it's not concrete or anything like that. It actually is a metal cell. It's yeah, the exact opposite of what you'd want to put Magneto in. <laughs> or Toph. But on the other hand, be great for Zuvio. I get one of those references. Markov is looking out the barred window. Here's the sigh from Hillary. You've come to see me? To do more? Well, I meant what I said. And it, it might have been rash at the time, but... Nobody deserves to be abandoned, and I will not abandon you now. I won't give you the leeway of giving you that excuse. And I won't leave you to yourself, because the self is a dangerous place. Mm. It most certainly can be, especially when all you have is yourself for far too long. Though you haven't given me a great many things to think about. Well, I have a feeling you're going to have a lot of time to be thinking about things, so it's not so bad. Though I don't know what I can contribute to your time here. You had talked of change. And you had talked of this not being the end. And I can't help but see that this is anything but an end. Yes, an end. To be sure, an end that was a long time coming because this is not your place. You should not have been left here, especially not alone. But an end... It's not definite. It is, it is, it is not the end. It is not your end. And while, to be sure, you will be facing your consequences, and I would not stop that, you don't have to wear just the consequences. You can learn. And you can hope. And you can, yes, change. Hope. What is there to hope for? The best that can happen, from what I see, is I will be locked in this cell until I rot, or I'll be exiled, or worse, given to the Imperials, because that would be a simple way of dealing with someone like me. I, I do not believe the new leaders are going to be particularly interested in Imperial dealings, and... I do not know what to hope for. I do not know their, their systems. But there is something to be said in this world for writing yourself for yourself. Even if you were to walk to your death, I would stand with you as I promised and hope that you had found some peace. Because 
this universe doesn't need more regrets. It needs decisions. And it needs hope. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too much at my own self, and that's that's going to be the problem. It's always, it's always the self, but you're not alone. Not now. Not this time. How is this not to hope only for myself if I take someone on quest and plant them here to be my representative? Oh, the things that I've done during this, it started off with good intent. As you've seen, this has become putting myself over the Sathari and has just been seemingly endless. The decisions that I've had to make because they have not seemingly had anyone to step up. This, this whole organization is surprising to me because when I came, they were fighting. Took a lit lightsaber and all of 10 minutes to stop the fighting. And then Ward was gone, called away to Catonamoidia, saying that there was a truce to be negotiated that he shall be back once the war is over. <laughs> and that was the last hope I had. I nurtured that. Nurtured that for a long time. And now you and your friends are here looking for him. I, I truthfully do not really understand what we are looking for. Um, I kind of... I guess you could call me a tag-along... But, nevertheless, here I am. And I understand all too well the rush of decisions that come from the first. And I understand all too well the poorer decisions that can be made in that rush. I do not know how to write them, and I cannot offer you guidance beyond apologies. I just want you to know I will remain. And Ward would not have abandoned you. It was not his choice. Death rarely is. I would have thought that if the one that I had saved on Eriadu was dead, I would have felt it. We seem to have that sort of connection, but maybe you're right. Maybe he didn't leave Catonamoidia. I could not tell you. It's rather a mystery, the Force and... The beings that are moving within it and the lot. But would you have peace? Would you lay your blade down willingly now? Release the burden you took upon yourself? No. Release the burden that you had thrust. Would you release the burden that you have carried for so long that was never rightfully yours? But I was his learner. You were his learner. You were his student. You were a child. You were not meant to do this without help. Skip has been edging closer and closer to this door. <laughs> when the conversation turns to Ward, Skip just kind of sighs. And it looks like they're they're trying to stop themselves, but 
uh, then they turn and then they just plunk themselves, just cross-legged on the floor in front of the door. Sorry, Hillary. Hello, Skip. Hi. And with this, Markov will turn around and actually look at Skip. You can see that he is a Mary Ellen, so you can tell his eyes are irritated. I'm figuring it's more green bloodshot versus red bloodshot. Well, two of the Seekers being here cannot be a coincidence. The four of you finding in my residence can't be a coincidence. Well, no. So, so hi. Uh, greetings. Uh, I don't know if you know what our names are. Um, I had heard things, but... <sighs> Alright, well, I'm Skip Gobi, and this is Gudge. Alright, look, uh, so this conversation was just getting all all sad and with no answers and it was just going to end with you and Hillary just sort of like looking off and being all like, all right, well, we agree that there's just like no, nothing that we can really agree on. And you know, that sort of thing. So I have things to say. <laughs> you could have joined sooner, Skip. It, it would I, not have been a problem or imposition. I, I just, you know, I wanted you to, uh, so, okay. So you, uh, Mr. 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 Mark, is that guy? You can call Mr. me Joe. Oh, since Mr. my Joe. titles seem to be someone else's now. All right, Mr. Joe. Uh, okay, so I know that you're, you know, really sad that you got abandoned, and obviously that's a really sad thing to have happened to you. Um, I, you know, so I have come to understand that. You know, folks that have have the sort of things that you can do. And, and Skip kind of lowers their voice for this part. Does he do the spooky fingers too? Yes, because I was totally doing that with my <laughs> own hands. <laughs> Perfect. You know, you can do the, the things. Uh, and so that means that, you know, in theory... Not that I'm, you know, really good with sciences or anything, but theory, theor, theor, theorizing, theoretically, uh, that means that you, you know, came here to stop the fighting, you know, for good, and for for good reasons. I mean, not not stop the fighting for good, because clearly, you know, you did that, but kind of like in a tyrannical way, and that wasn't really probably what you intended to do in the beginning. Um, <laughs> so. so Look, I want to know when you stopped hoping. <sighs> and if that is when you started doing the bad stuff, or <laughs> if... Yeah. Now that is a question. It has been so long since I had hoped that... I can't really remember when. I think it was shortly after the Declaration of Empire that I had given up hope that I thought someone with Ward's ability would absolutely have been able to make their way through that tumultuous time and make their way back. But then weeks turned into months, turned into years. And we 
became complacent in our positions. Co and Odir were content, at least as what they showed. They weren't rising up, and it seemed like everything was locked in transparisteel. Okay. Okay, so I'm, you talk real slow. So I'm asking because, <laughs> I mean, I think you kind of saw, you know. Um, I don't know if I really, you know, believe that anything is really, you know, good or bad, you know, in like a very concrete sort of way. But, but I do know that I have a thing that maybe you want to see. And what is it that you could possibly have that I would want to see? And Skip rifles through their backpack and pulls out the box. Like, at this point, Jell's looking pretty smug at Skip. Especially considering Skip is there sitting cross-legged on the floor. And then he sees a holocron. And almost recoils from it. Like, hand up, sort of trying to push away at it though his talents are nowhere near in the realm of moving things. You also are pretty sure that if he had the ability like Cash, that thing would be gone. He's trying to shield himself, almost like a vampire with a crucifix. Where, where did you get this? How did you get this? That does not matter. The point is, I have this thing, and I think that really... You probably have someone that you want to talk to in here. I know that sounds weird, but it's true. Pushes the buttons to make Ward pop out. But before Ward can say anything. So, so you don't have to listen to me. You have to listen to him. Hello, Padawan. It has been a long time since I've seen you. What? How did... This isn't possible. Really is possible. How did he tell? How did he know? I've been such a fool... Joe falls to his knees. Just You can start seeing tears fall from his eyes. I didn't believe him. Well, many of the council didn't believe in the foresight of Ward, but it did work for him. And when he said things were to happen, they eventually did. Maybe not the way he quite seemed, but from what I've seen, from what my companion here has told me, you have brought on a blasting peace for this planet. Though, I'm certain that my progenitor would have preferred it not be rising up against his learner, but that is the way the force flows. But why? Why bring me here? Why did he leave me? Oh, I'm I'm sorry, Jell. I was set aside before you were brought to Arbuin. I do not know why he was taken away from you. I do not know what happened after I was left on that planet. Skip's going to turn off the box. All right. You can't have any more until you're a little more forthcoming with my friend Hillary here. (laughs) (laughs) Hillary looks at the box at Markov. And at Skip, like, that wasn't my idea. <laughs> um, Skip. Mm-hmm. Perhaps coercion is not our best route. Skip's going to try to, like, whisper at Hillary. Look, I just think that, you know, if he 
I did all this stuff for originally good reasons, then, you know, maybe he can get back to remembering why. And maybe, I don't know, if we get a bunch of information out of him, or get him to maybe, I don't know, voluntarily leave the planet or something, that maybe Bakesh will be happy. I, I don't know. I just want everyone to stop fighting. <laughs> um, I want everyone to stop fighting. Hillary's gonna laugh. That that quiet kind of oh yeah I know the story kind of laugh and he'll pat Skip's knee companionably. Well, I don't think we get to make the decision as to leaving, and I know for a fact that he will not. But you you think well, Skip. You you think well. There will be peace. But between us, I will not fight with Cash. <laughs> Indeed. Can you imagine me fighting with Cash? That would be... Oh. I would say comedy of errors at best. Look, you... okay, sorry, Mr. Gel. And Skip holds up their finger <laughs> in the direction of Markov and kind of scooches Hillary to the side just a little bit more and is continuing to kind of Try to try to whisper talk at Hillary. As you're doing that, Jell's going to more because he had been sitting on his knees, just sort of bending forward. Now he's going to roll onto his butt a bit and lean up against whatever had been there. I'm guessing that chair. So he's on the floor, feet flat on the floor, and resting up against the chair that's there, looking out. Just kind of muttering to himself. Hillary, look at look at him. Worthy. Okay, Hillary, look at him. He he's got these powers, and Cash has these powers, and I have we have these powers, and he could be any of us if something bad enough happens. What's it going to take for any any one of us to do this sort of thing? Doesn't it make sense for us to figure out? what it what it took to turn into this from what he was doesn't that worry you yes and no we are we are not gel we are not in his particular circumstance and we are all differently blessed with our ways and our ways do you know what i mean I don't wish to stop the conversation, Skip. But maybe it should be you having it, not me. If I were to talk to anyone in this conversation, I should probably be discussing things with Ward. Alas, that is not the option we have. Do you think we should let him talk to Ward some more? I think perhaps we should see what Jell wants himself. He seems to be having things going on. You're up. Turns back around. This is very, very like, like Skip thinks they're doing like a real good, like good cop, bad cop thing here. Yeah, good cop, better cop is a an interesting strategy. <laughs> this is bad cop for Skip. Skip closed the box. You see? Yep. Look at that. Vicious. Vicious. Yep. Real yep. cruel. Good cop, better cop. Yep, that is definitely a thing. Good cop, slightly rude cop. 
No, I would say less slightly ridden, more abrupt. <laughs> it's good effort to get. Joe? Yes? Do you... Would you like to answer my comrade's questions? Skip, it's a little unorthodox, but... <laughs> so I see. Huh. If anybody knows Hope, I would say it's probably Skip. Although perhaps Gudge has some secrets we don't know yet. As Hillary's asking Jell to answer Skip's questions, he sort of gets shook from wherever he was because he was sort of in his own mind as the two of you were talking. And it's like, what questions? Hillary elbows Skip <laughs> and motions encouragingly. Skip looks confused because Skip thinks that Hillary was the one with the questions and that... Oh, dear. Where are you, Jell? Where in your head? Where in your... Dare I say hopes? Memories? Where are you lost? I might be able to finish a thing that I never thought could be finished. That I thought it was a fool's errand that Ward had given me. More foolish than taking and keeping the peace here. And yet, it seems like I can. After we escaped Ariadu and after he had finished his holocron, he charged me with keeping a crystal for him. A crystal that I was to pass on if someone were worthy. I had always figured that it would be me and that the holocron would come across my path. But the thing that you have shown me, the thing that you and all of your companions, especially Skip here, that is so full of energy and hope, have shown me that you, you are worthy. You are the ones that I was destined to pass this to. The forest knows how long ago to be taking this from me. There was a necklace that I had. I wore it always. It is something that I am supposed to give to a seeker and a teacher. I'm sorry, the seeker's not here. Excuse me, I'm the seeker. Oh, that's right. Is it out of the realm of what is possible with flipping points that... Somebody stole the crystal already? That when <laughs> Hillary went ahead, Skip had pulled some sleight of hand and had already yanked it and produces it out of Skip's pocket right now. I would kind of want to get the skullduggery check. That sort of... Okay, I can, I can handle that. I was really hoping that you would have done that, yeah. I, I thought about it, but I didn't want to get in the, the middle of your uh, okay, fair. Your RP. Totally Sorry, fair. Sorry, that was my fault. At the time. I, no, no, I, no. I broke it. Bad lastly. Things like that are also, GM permitting, of course, specifically written as a function of the vigilance skill. FYI. Yeah, when you forget something. Yeah, the did I think yeah. to do this thing earlier that I didn't say I did. <laughs> in this case, I almost feel like it would be a roll against Skip's discipline to not swipe stuff. That actually does feel a bit more skippish, but also I'm going with, you know, this feels like something that Skip would at least attempt. I just want to see if Skip was able to do it without getting caught. Mm -hmm. Oh, almost, almost certainly not, but... Oh, let's see it. Alina is sorting through things. 
All right. So you want you want you want skullduggery? I would, unless you can come up with something better to be using. Yeah, skullduggery seems to be what I would expect. All right. And that'll be against their vigilance, which is a willpower, which would be, huh? It is against two purple. Yuck. I guess we know why this one turned bad. All right. This is not going to go well. I'm rolling two greens. Eh, you've got the better chance. I have one advantage. Can I Can I say that Alina watched it happen? And when Skip put his hand on the crystal, Alina put her wing, her, her, her hand wing thing, on top of Skip's and looked up. It's a good thing I've already cataloged this piece. Then takes the wing away and lets Skip take it. But I suppose you were of great help. And she smiles. Skip has a crystal, if the GM's okay with that. Yeah, I'm willing to go with that. That sounds a pretty good way of doing it. So you failed at sneaking, but you got what you wanted. Do you still want me to have flipped a destiny point for the go back? It absolutely feels like something that Skip would have done. It's also something I kind of set up that Skip would be able to do. So I thought about doing it, but I didn't want to cut in because I knew that I knew that Hillary wanted yeah. to talk first. And that was the entire reason why it's like, yeah, totally. I just want to get the roll. So Skip does have the Kyber Crystal Amulet. So. As soon as he mentions it, Skip will also, because he's still holding the box in one hand, and then will produce the amulet by the chain with the other hand and just, you know, whip it out of one of one of their little vest pockets, and it dangles. This one, right? Look the right color. You are one to watch. With fingers so sticky as you have. But yes, that is the amulet that I am to give. Skip's mind flashes to the things that Skip has stolen from Markov's house. <laughs> Hillary kind of is still facing Markov, but does a side eye up at Skip and just kind of shakes his head. Like, those sticky mm. fingers, bud. They're going to get you in trouble one of these days, but you're okay right now. Skip hands the necklace to Hillary. Why me? <laughs> You're a neutral party, I guess. I don't know. I've got it in my brain. I, I, I believe that, um, I suppose in a, a way I'm the neutral party since I was standing in the middle of things, but <laughs> I've done a pretty good job of mucking things up, Skip. But yes, Marakov, is this what you referenced? And if so, what would you have us do? If the two of you would sit with me and commune. And that point where I'm kind of wanting to get Skip and Hillary to roll Force Dice. Yeah, because that went well at the beginning of the episode for me. Balance was created. Mm -hmm. All right. Bam. One light side. Oh! <laughs> Fine, I got one of the little black circles. It's not a big deal. Skip got a black pip. 
Light side for Hillary. Mm-hmm. The holocron itself is off, and what's happening is the three of you are sitting there sort of communing. You can feel the regret and the fear of what's to come washing off of Markov. But the holocron seems to be tapping into what's being given by everyone. And it starts to light up and starts to illuminate from inside. You can see the three holes in it have a, like, almost like it's a flashlight shooting out of it. Like the internally lit thing that is cracked. Well, this is one of the cracks that's shooting out of it. And it rises up. It does the weird sort of reconfigure thing in space that now it's got the twisted corners and looks kind of cool. And the amulet lifts up. It looks to be just the crystal lifting up. The rest of the amulet just stays dangling in Hillary's hand, not even catching a bit of a sway from it. As the crystal comes up, turns and aligns itself with one of the holes and slowly slides in. And a little six-sided door closes behind the crystal. The holocron twists again and closes back into the cube and falls to the floor, clattering, now only having two holes in it. Um, what it... okay. I do not know what's locked within this crystal. I do not know the knowledge that Ward gave. It was what Ward thought was going to be needed to come ahead. But it is that knowledge for you to continue on with. I am to be but a signpost along the way. And that means for all of you, including your little floaty friend. His name's Gudgeon. Yeah, I'm going to be in trouble with that bird lady at the front now. Why are you going to be in trouble with Elena? Well, I mean, I guess we can still bring part of the necklace back. Would you like to take this back to her? Yep. Okay. Hillary passes the necklace back. Skip will... Oh, no, wait, Skip does not have the possession of the box currently. Skip will, will leave that in Hillary's... It's it sitting on the back. floor in front of everyone. It should okay. go back in your bag, I think. Skip is going to pick up the holocron, hand it gently to Hillary. Okay. We can let them chat if you want. I'll be back. And then runs off to go deal with the the necklace situation. Hillary watches Skip go and kind of lifts the holocron at Markov. Would you like to continue the conversation? I can stay as long as you need. I will. I don't know that there's too much more of the conversation. I have actions that I need to atone for. And if I waylay those on quest is but one more thing added to the stack. You've shown me a way. It is but I that need to walk down it. Well, permit me then to stay with you a while yet. I will leave with my friends. But 
let me at least be with you a few more minutes. You can tell me about where you come from, or I can tell you about where I come from, and we can just be without the universe waiting. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Tutarium Ice. Hi there, you can find me, Ren, at Atomic Firebird, or my other Twitter, Make Believe Info, for stream updates and all that jazz. You can find me on Twitter at Twelfth Night, that's 1-2-T-H and Night with a K. I am at Leslit G-S. Forever and always. Promise? No, I'm not planning on stopping. Okay. Cool. But even Ward couldn't see what came. I'll hold you to that. No, you won't. You'll forget me. <laughs> I'm not the protagonist. That's true. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, at Blue of the Ken on Twitter. I also have a Star Trek actual play that you might like because Christine's also there. Plus other things, I suppose. At Endeavor Show. We are all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We're also on Facebook as The Hydean Way, so no more heroes of just The Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at thehydeanway.com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can uh, force move yourself over to patreon.com slash thehydeanway. Or you can toss a cred to your podcaster at ko-fi.com slash the Heidi way. <laughs> Conflict, if any, accrued from actions. Bloopers, if any. <laughs> yes. Oh, there's bloopers. Close bracket. <laughs> so much. Maybe a little Feeling? conflict. Conflict right. is what, the, the theft? Yeah, I, I should have had us change that know. Facebook months ago when yeah. I well, I just forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it either. <laughs> Leaning on her staff a bit heavier. As someone hits a mic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to take my word for it. And, Shut up. And now Ben... <laughs> Ben has to spend the rest of the episode talking to themselves. This is why I had to ask Ben in private if this was an okay thing to do, because I knew that that was saying, hey, can you have your two NPCs talking to each other? I'll just sit here. Well, I'll just sit here. Perhaps coercion is not our best route. Why not? I have three three green diamonds in it. <laughs> Oh, sorry. You're quite gifted, aren't you? I kind of like the idea that Skip is just a character who occasionally refers to game mechanics like that, <laughs> and nobody else knows what they're talking about. <laughs> sorry, I was feeling really punchy. <laughs> I'm slightly above average in this particular skill. Work. Oh no, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Uh, I. Sorry for the distraction, yeah, Brandon. This is Christine's <laughs> fault. I must fall upon my sword now. Uh...
Oh, no, no. You wait, push wait, Christine wait, on no, no, hers. You have to throw the Vibarang, yeah. and when it comes back try, to you... try to fall on it. <laughs> yeah. The timing is really <laughs> tough. Did he? Uh, yes. What? We don't have bloopers on this show anymore. Right? I bet we totally do. <laughs> Super do. <laughs> to a seeker and a teacher... I'm sorry, the Seeker's not here. Excuse me, I'm the Seeker. Oh, that's right. What is Cash then? Oh, she's the Mystic. I apologize. I'm the Mystic. Dee dee dee. Dee 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 dee. All right. Bam. One light side. Oh. <laughs> that's not fair. Well, you did just steal. You know, try to steal something. <laughs> I mean. Okay. Fine, I got one of the little black circles. It's not a big deal. Skip got a black pip. It's okay. The protagonist has to go through some uh, some drama and um, darker power. Come up the other side. (laughs) There has to be some conflict Uh, that you can grow from. It's not even fair. That's the name of my my the book that that my force powers. I'm aware. In I'm aware. I know you're aware. I was was thinking of pointing out aware what though. Uh. <laughs> uh, so, light okay. side for Hillary is the holocron itself. Um, ben, the GM for this session, is typing. Oh, oh. Yeah, Skip's really good at these whole speech things. Because they are the protagonist. That was not a speech. That was just a ramble. <laughs> a potato, a ramble, potato heart. Though, that was, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you very much, Ren. That was very yeah. nice. You as well, Ben. So, yeah, I, I, I promised Ben I would not make Ben talk to Ben for too long. <laughs> but what, what if okay. Ben wanted to talk to Ben? To Ben. <laughs> to Ben. To Ben? In that case, I was just going to record something else later <laughs> I mean, fair enough so, record one side of the conversation take a bit record the other side get to line up you know all that sort of fun stuff yeah that wasn't happening I, I have expected um, that to be for you to just tell us what was said and then do that later yeah that's pretty much yeah. what that's kind of the reason why I started figuring fade out there and also what we did so yeah so we're we're already at an hour and sixteen. Here's the yeah. question: Do we try to do the Cash Hillary thing here, or no? Honestly, I think or, or let it go. All right. If we have a short episode next time, I'm not gonna cry. 